The Bible says, Get wisdom, and with all thy gettings, get understanding. Welcome to Learnable Podcast. This is a place where everyday people study the Bible for themselves and transfer its treasures to the next generation. Damsel writes, hosts this podcast. She is a firm believer of digging deep into the Bible for yourself and transferring its treasures to children. She is also a lover of chocolate cake. <laughs> Let us pray. Lord, thank you for an opportunity to know you through your words. Speak to our hearts, we pray. Amen. A one-sided love is painful to watch. In today's study, we'll be looking at Uzziah chapter 11. We will be exploring Israel's indifference to God's show of love and patience. In this study, the tools we'll use are the who, what, when, where, and how to, the what does it mean to and how does it apply to me today too. So, let's dig in and turn the Bible to Uzziah chapter 11. Chapter 11 When Israel was a child, then I loved him and called my son out of Egypt. As they called them, so they went from them. They sacrificed unto Balaam and burned incense to graven images. I taught Ephraim also to go, taking them by their arms, but they knew not that I healed them. I drew them with cords of a man, with bands of love. And I was to them as they that take off the yoke on their jaws, and I laid meat unto them. He shall not return into the land of Egypt, but the Assyrian shall be his king, because they refuse to return. And the sword shall abide on his cities, and shall consume his branches and devour them, because of their own counsels. And my people are bent to backsliding from me, Though they called them to the Most High, none at all would exalt him. How shall I give thee up, Ephraim? How shall I deliver thee, Israel? How shall I make thee as Adma? How shall I set thee as Zeboam? Mine heart is turned within me. My repentings are kindled together. I will not execute the fierceness of mine anger. I will not return to destroy Ephraim. For I am God and not man, the Holy One in the midst of thee, and I will not enter into the city. They shall walk after the Lord. He shall roar like a lion. When he shall roar, then the children shall tremble from the west. They shall tremble as a bird out of Egypt and as a dove out of the land of Assyria. And I will place them in their houses, saith the Lord. Ephraim compasseth me about with lies, and the house of Israel with deceit. But Judah yet ruleth with God, and is faithful with the saints. Using the first two, who, what, when, where, and how. Applying these questions of who, what, when, where, and how to Hosea chapter 11, we will deduce, or we will find, God's love for Israel was from its infancy. God delivered Israel from slavery in Egypt and called Israel his son. From the passage, however, the more the love God showed on Israel, the more Israel went away from God, worshipping idols. God trained and empowered Israel. 
God healed Israel. God continued to care for Israel as one would a beloved little child. But will Israel return to God? Will their decision keep them under the control of Egypt and Assyria? From the passage, we see the false prophets are punished. Though Israel calls God the Most High, but it's only skin deep because of their actions. God's love for Israel is so great that despite their action, God will not give up on Israel. He will have great compassion on them. For I am God and not a man, says the Lord. And through God's compassion, Israel will follow the Lord. As Israel gets released from the control of Egypt and Assyria, God will settle them in their own homes. Yet, Israel is surrounded with lies and deceit, and Judah is unruly against God. Well, what does this passage, Uzziah 11, mean? From the passage, the more the love God showed Israel, the more Israel went away from God worshipping idols. Israel, knowing their own history, and the covenant that God had made to their great-great-great-great-great-great-grandfather, Abraham, took for granted the love and attention God was giving to them. We saw in an earlier chapter of this book, Uzziah, that God had blessed Israel, and she did not acknowledge the blessings were from God, but rather from an idol. Israel did not return or acknowledge the love God was showing her. God trained and empowered Israel, but Israel was unaware of her capabilities were due to God's training. She looks to herself and her idols, but does not acknowledge God. The false prophets were punished for leading the people astray and not warning them or admonishing them according to God's law. Though Israel called God the Most High, it was superficial as their actions and choices showed that their hearts were far away from God. Their actions shows that their worship and their call of God was only skin deep. Their mouth calls on God, but their heart is far from Him. God's love for Israel is so great that despite their actions, God will not give up on Israel. He will have great compassion on them. God will always leave a remnant for Israel. He will show his love continuously, even when Israel doesn't all the time return or acknowledge this love. For God is God, as he said, he will show compassion on Israel. Well, using the tool, how does it apply to me today? How does this passage, how is it relevant for you and me today? God trained and empowered Israel. But Israel was unaware that her capabilities were due to God's training. She looked to herself and idols. It's like when they were slaves, untrained and, un- and unempowered. No one, none but God Almighty delivered them, trained them, empowered them as a nation, the nation of Israel. Now Israel is like all grown up and trained and blessed and refuses to acknowledge the one who got her there in the first place. To whom do we hold gratitude for what we have today? This is a deep question to break down. 
What makes you who you are? Is it your family of birth or your chosen family? Your talents or your acquisition? The list goes on and on. But to room for all these do we owe gratitude. While along life journey, God places people in our paths. From parents to siblings to families to friends to employers and employees and colleagues, business mentors, etc., etc. While we have to appreciate them, but the one who we owe gratitude is God, for He is the one who orchestrates our lives and put people in in ensuring that we succeed. It is not the people that He puts in that we owe gratitude to. We have to appreciate them, but all our gratitude, we owe it to only one person, and that is to God. So what makes us who we are is God, and it's to Him we should return all gratitude and acknowledgement. False prophets are punished for their deceptions. While they know they are falsely representing God and leading people astray, but they still do it for their own selfish reasons. For one to be able to decipher an information, if it's a true information or if it's false, one must know one's scriptures. One must pray to God for discernment. And thirdly, one must test all spirits. The Bible admonishes us in 2 Timothy chapter 2 and verse 15. Be diligent to present yourself approved to God. A worker who does not need to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. There is an effort and discipline we have to put into the study of the scriptures for ourselves. It is a personal responsibility of every Christian. Listening to sermons and preachings cannot replace one's personal study of the scriptures. Studying the scriptures presents our mind and our spirit to God's word to be informed and to change our mindset, that our mind may be like that of Christ. When we discover a truth or a principles from the scripture, it gives us more clarity and safeguards from when one encounters a false teaching. The Bible says to ask God for discernment. Psalm 119 verse 66 says, Teach me knowledge and good judgment, for I trust your command. We can pray to God to teach and give us discernment, to be able to decipher when someone is telling us a lie. The Bible enjoins us to test all spirit in First John chapter 4 and verse 1, which reads, Dear friends, do not believe every spirit, but test the spirits to see whether they are from God, because many false prophets have gone out into the world. Since false teachings aim is to deceive, and deception itself is subtle, a believer must be on guard to test all spirits. All messages that they listen to or read by the word of God to ensure the validity before accepting that message. Deception was what made Eve eat the fruit of the knowledge of good and evil in Genesis 
So as believers, we need to be on our guard. The other lesson from Uzziah chapter 11 is in regards to superficial worship. From the passage, though Israel calls God the Most High, but it's only skin deep because of their actions. Their actions were not in sync with what they professed with their mouths. Like our Lord Jesus Christ said in John chapter 14 and verse 15, If you love me, keep my commands. And in John chapter 14, verse 21, Anyone who does not love me will not obey me. And remember, my words are not my own. What I am telling you is from the Father who sent me. If we put this check to all believers or to ourselves, as believers, we claim to love Jesus. And also we claim that he is our Lord, but do we obey him? By our actions alone and without our words, can it be said of us that we are truly believers, truly followers of Christ Jesus, when no words are spoken and only our actions and our choices are assessed? Can it be said of us that we are indeed followers of Christ Jesus? Well, we hope you have enjoyed this episode. We would love for you to also dig deeper into your study of the Bible. So, we have put together a free Bible study guide, which is tailored for everyday people just like you. To get a copy, all you have to do is go to damselwrites.simplymore.co.uk and that is damselwrites.simplymore.co.uk and download your own copy. If you haven't done so already, Please subscribe, share with a friend, and remember to leave a rating. Five stars are our favorite type. Thanks for listening. Have a beautiful day, and we'll see you in the next episode. Shalom.